0: just send us an email, use the contact button on our website, retirementunlimited.com or just give our office a call. our phone number is 951-684-7011.
1: We've got a few upgrades. We have a new setting, we have a new host. We even have a new title for our podcast. Many of you listening know this as Retirement Unlimited, which we've done for a number of years. Yeah, over 10. Over 10 years, retirement limited. And we are transitioning a little bit to call this building wealthy habits. Uh, Part of that is because we deal with not just retirement. We deal with business owners. We deal with survivors, which is widows and people who are inheriting from their parents, as well as a myriad of other uh, types of clients and people that we support. The other thing we have was we have a new host. Uh, This is Laura Lee. I'm pleased to introduce her. She has a master's in business administration and BA. She also has a CFP, similar to Randy and I, a certified financial planner. She's a candidate still. She's working on her hours and advising clients. Yeah. Uh, this also is a family affair. This is Randy Barkley's daughter, Laura Lee. And this is also my spouse, Laura Lee. And part of what we do here is we advise clients, uh, not just on the individual basis, but but as a group. And there's there's clients that Laura has some great things to say to, ones that Randy has some phenomenal wisdom, ones that I provide some unique value. And so we work together as a group. and. In this podcast, we're building wealthy habits. We want to give you information. We want to give you um, information that's helpful for you to make wise decisions with your money.
2: Mm -hmm. We are truly a family run and family family owned business. I may be new to the podcast, but I'm not new to working with these two gentlemen. So I'm really excited to be on today's podcast.
0: She grew up around the table where we always talked about finance and savings and investing. <laughs> so she she knows it well.
2: Maybe I gleaned a few tips. Well,
0: I, I think it's just
1: integrated into your life, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So some of you may be listening to this on the radio, which is where we've been for many years. Some of you may be listening to this on YouTube or on our website in a video format. Others may be listening to this on a podcast, but you can find this conversation and each conversation we have each week on a myriad of platforms. Um, you can find it on any place you get podcasts. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on our website, which is tricordadvisors.com. Um, each week, we're going to put out new content, uh, which is helpful for people as they are exploring the world of finance, as they're building a life that they're excited about. Um, so for today, we're going to jump into the topic. Uh, we are talking about vision and retirement and income planning. It's, it's a lot there. But as people look to retirement, it, it, it's, it's complex, but it's also, it's your life. And Laura, you had a great quote when you think about retirement of, you know, people have a a season of building, a season of uh, kind of experiencing and raising kids. And then what comes after that?
2: Um, The third act. And that phrase, I have to give credit where credit's due, came from a TED Talk that was hosted by Jane Fonda. Mm And what she's referring to is that the current generation, both in retirement and those preparing to retire, are experiencing a longer lifespan than we've ever seen before, or at least in our most recent history. So people, this generation is living up to 34 years longer um, than maybe their great grandparents were. And so they're calling this the longevity Revolution mm-hmm. and um, Jane Fonda regards that the the season post retirement as your third act. So there's so much significance. There's a significant amount of time. There's opportunity. A lot of people are creating a new vision for what they do post retirement, and it doesn't have to be centered on their income. Um, it could be, but it doesn't have to be. And so what we want to talk about is kind of the first step that we like to take with people that are looking at retirement is talking about how they want to envision what happens after they retire. And we're having some creative answers. It's yeah. not just what you expect all the time. Right.
1: Yeah. Retirement is different for everybody, right? Yeah. It's generationally like, uh, you know, I don't, I haven't met anyone yet who wants to sit on a porch and rock and look at their gold watch they got from the company.
2: Right. And maybe there's a
1: generation that did, but. I feel like you in a generation a lot of your peers are excited about working they mm-hmm.
2: well
0: i think it depends upon if you're owned a business if you're entrepreneurial or if you're an employee and you feel obligated to go to work every day there's a sense of division you know if i want to retire i want to get away from that mm-hmm. thing that's required of me versus uh staying with that which is you're still building on you're still having adventure uh building your career or building your business or whatever that is so it, mm-hmm. it varies from person to person and uh, everybody's different everybody has that different outcome mm-hmm. yeah
1: and there's something you can plan for <clears throat> excuse me there's others that are just kind of thrown into this they'll have a health event or they'll have some unexpected shift in their life to where they have to deal with it um, but for many they are living into the life that they have planned for or or failed to plan for right. and, um, why don't we talk a little bit of the kind of the, the context that we walk into of, of of basically my money in in retirement. I mean, today we have people that have Social Security, they have a four hundred one k or something, um, but it wasn't always like this. You know, mm-hmm. this is kind of an I would say an experiment, a decades long experiment. Well, experiment.
0: it started back in the thirties during um, uh, Franklin Delano <laughs> Roosevelt's uh, term, and so he he came up with a social program. Now, actually, this goes back further. Actually, Kaiser in Germany. Uh, around 1900 had set up a social security provision. We adopted it post, uh, right in the middle of the depression because uh, what he wanted to do, what FDR wanted to do is to create some minimal income. They'd estimated about 40% of the person's needs, household needs Mm -hmm. would become in the form of social security. So in 1934, uh, they started social security Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: it's been added to and revised and changed uh, over the decades, but clearly it's become a, a very key element of our economic life in America right now.
2: I love this quote. We pulled this from an article that we read recently, but it's where FDR declares in 1934, there's no tragedy in growing old, but there is tragedy in growing old without means of support.
0: And it's, a, it's a big uh, statement. I mean, how many times have we seen particularly for us that are in the business, we see, we see somebody, we meet somebody that's ill-prepared mm-hmm. and they don't realize how quickly that retirement date is looming in front of them. And they're just unprepared, they haven't accumulated. So as they get closer to it, the mountain becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. It becomes a climb that they most people just kind of give up on. So that's why only about half the people really are prepared
1: adequately for retirement right now. Mm-hmm. And so as we go from a, a season of, we were farmers, right? We, we just, you keep working and you keep harvesting. They went to a season where social security came in, um, but that's often not enough. What was the, the next season that we came into after that?
0: Well, I think, the, I think the best season, I mean, the thing that's really happened is we've had major breakthrough in medical. So starting back with World War II and leading up until now, there's been constant evolution and changes regarding medical. What it's done though, it has changed the longevity picture dramatically. Mm -hmm. Where people, when they developed social security, most people didn't live beyond 65. That's Mm -hmm. why they set 65 as the standard of when social security would start. Well, people only lived on average a couple of years beyond that. Now, all of a sudden, our average life expectancy is somewhere in the mid 80s. Now it changes, Mm -hmm. it goes up and down, it can vary from gender to gender. But bottom line is, the system was not prepared for how long we're going to live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people want to retire now. They, I call them early retirers. They want to retire before 65. But the bottom line is, if you have not prepared financially for that, you're, you have the potential to outlive your money. Mm-hmm. And Social Security is not going to be adequate enough Mm-hmm. to take care of your needs for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. That's not barring, that's not even taking into account healthcare needs and healthcare delivery, which has become more and more burdensome mm-hmm. for more
1: households mm-hmm. as we get, as we get further down the lines, as, yeah.
0: as we continue to grow. Okay. That's great.
1: Yeah, you, you mentioned earlier that, uh, you know, things have been added to social security. I think the first addition, even in the early eighties, is you started having pensions. Right. That um, say, so, okay, people are living longer, they need more funds and these companies, um, built in these pensions and they started you know saying if you if you worked with us for 30 years 40 years we'll give you a pension it starts at say 60 65 and helped people get through and that worked for i don't know 20 years or so we had the pension system right mm-hmm. right
2: some pros and cons for sure
0: yeah but <laughs> the pension was designed to retain employees and so the company took on the burden of putting money aside to pay a certain amount of fixed amount at a person's retirement age mm-hmm. let's say 60, 65. And, um, but the companies didn't like the liability because they were on the hook for the performance and the outcome of that. And so there was laws passed, and this was passed back in the early 80s. And actually a law came in the late 70s that allowed companies to shift that burden over what we refer to now, are commonly known as the 401k. Mm-hmm. And the 401k then became the individual's contribution. So different companies and different dollar amounts and they could contribute money into this plan. Mm -hmm. But the employer's bottom line is they offloaded their responsibilities. Mm -hmm. They put this responsibility on the employee, there was a tax deduction for contributions, there was tax deferral for the accumulation. The biggest issue, and this of course, this is, you know, because of my age, I have a better understanding, because I lived through this time, is that companies had the ability to hire professional management. Mm -hmm. They could accumulate the money, but they had the ability to hire professional management of these assets. Whereas employees on an individual basis, they were left to their own devices. And the biggest problem is they didn't save. They had Mm -hmm. voluntarily, it was not a mandate, it was not a requirement, but voluntarily they could put more money in. Well, the bottom line is about 50% of the people didn't do it because, you know, like human Mm -hmm. nature, they just spent what they had. They could, I can't save. I don't have enough money. Mm -hmm. You're starting a family, you're just starting out in life. So they didn't save. And as time went by, because they didn't save, the jeopardy to them became greater and greater over time. Right. But the key issue, the key issue is the individuals have not been able to hire the professional management that companies did mm-hmm. to be able to manage their assets. And we have, we, have, we have some kind of news on that. We can talk about that later.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, the 401k was credited for those who are historians. Um, <laughs> it was credited to a man named Ted. Baina or been consultant in 1981. That was the beginning of the 401k. So you've definitely seen both the um, I guess the pivot in the industry towards the individual qualified retirement yeah. accounts.
1: I want to take a quick break here. We're going to come back and talk a little more about the 401k, but more so about the, the vision of what do you do? What do you do for retirement when you are looking at, at your next act, your, your third yeah. act, your next season? How do you plan to make that a successful and enjoyable season?
2: 8371.
0: Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade
1: member FINRA, SIPC MSRB.
0: AM 590, the answer.
1: Welcome back. We've been talking about uh, retirement and pensions and 401ks. We gave you a little bit of a history in the last section, but now we're going to jump into what do you do? do? And there's a few statistics that I think are, are shocking. So the first one is the median 401k value what people have in a 401k as they're getting ready to retire is 86,000. That's, that's for a lot of people is not one year's. So it's not sufficient for sure. Yeah. So that's, that's the media.
2: The, um, the father of the 401k, we referenced him, Ted Bania. He, he says that one of the major pitfalls of the 401k is that is now inextricably tied to the $60 trillion mutual fund industry, which I think is absolutely Falling. Um, fees once paid to the employers get bundled and dumped on their employees. But this article that we're referencing here uh, uh, on today's session says it ends with this until then, put away as much as you can and pray for calm markets.
0: well that is that just absolutely will scare most people to death, right? Yeah. right.
1: <laughs> so, just that outcome to say just hope for the best, right? right, right. Retire, um, roll into your last season. No more ability to go back and make money and just hope for the best. It's miserable. And I think the the difference is we're not hoping for the best. We are planning for the best. That's what we do is we help people build a plan. Often they say, you know, what's the best workout for somebody? It's the one that you do. You know, it's the one that actually gets gets you out moving. And the similar is what's the best plan for retirement? Well, it's the one that you can follow. It's the one that will provide you to the end that you can actually live into. Mm -hmm. And the plan to say, well, markets are going to make me 15% a year. Yeah. Everything works out fine. Like that's not a reasonable plan. I don't that want is, to
2: plan my future on no. a mission of prayer.
1: And again, there's there's investment
0: options. And what most people don't have is the sophistication to know what are those investment options and where they should be at any given point in time in their retirement or approaching their retirement life. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and, and that's where professional management comes into play. And that's where companies prior, you know, going back to the old pensions, they had the ability to hire that. Now the employees, the individual investors, that what we refer to as the participants, they're left to their own. And most people don't have, first of all, the skill sets and or the, um, how do I say, the, the uh, you know, they just have, don't have the propensity. They don't really care yeah. about that. I've had some investors, some clients who just say, I don't care about that. But it's important to know about it and what it's going to mean to mm-hmm. you from a financial standpoint.
1: When I, I deal with a lot of people who deal with the run into the analysis paralysis. Oh my gosh. You know, they look at all the options, they go online, they're like, I'm going to make a choice, I got to do something. And then they just get overwhelmed with mutual funds or stocks or exchange trade mm-hmm. funds or or Apple or international, or, you know, it, it just keeps coming in waves of what they could do with their money and unable to make what they feel is maybe the right choice or the best choice they'll make. Either no choice or just stick with what they have.
0: Well again, I think the biggest the biggest fault that most people when they start their 401k, they have these allocations. And so the first thing they do is they go into a fixed income. Mm
2: -hmm. So here you have a conservative.
0: Yeah. So you have a 25-year-old or a 30-year-old individual that goes, and what happens? They never change it. Right. They never change it. And for the last 10 years up until recently, those interest rates have been miserable. Mm -hmm. You know, less than 1% on those fixed accounts. And and they've they missed all the advantages
2: right.
0: of properly investing that capital.
2: They may not know what they're missing out on because a lot of plans just give you maybe four or five prescribed categories. And you're looking at that maybe first time and thinking conservative, aggressive. I don't think I'm aggressive. I'm gonna stick with conservative. They're yeah,
1: because that, that word all. in itself scares them, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, this retirement, it's my nest egg. I don't wanna be you know, aggressive with my nest egg. And so part of that is, is the, the you know planning with the end in sight. You know, yeah. to say if you just need to get to sixty or sixty five, if that's as far as you need to go in your planning, that's fairly easy for most people because you're still working.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Where
1: the planning gets interesting is in saying, I want to go to ninety or medically, maybe even hundred, to say that's my lifespan. How do I get from I'm in my 50s. How do I get through the end of my career? But then how do I get from there to the end of my life? Because you have another life in
0: front of you after retirement for most people, another 25 to 35 years, right? That's right.
2: So you may have multiple income streams. You might be dealing with, obviously, Social Security, maybe a pension, qualified retirement account or accounts, plural. And it starts to get really complex really fast. Um, The government also has these... uh, things called requirement, required minimum distribution. And that's even
0: changed. I mean, that said, you know, that started out mm-hmm. at 70 and a half. Now it's up depending upon when you were born, mm-hmm. what what t- timeline that goes out to as far as 75. And so that mm-hmm. that changes everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it changes the dynamics, I guess what I'm saying. And most
1: people go, well, so what is the dollar amount? Mm-hmm. So the solution, we're presenting some of the problems, but the solution to this often is not a wish and a prayer. It's mm-hmm. also not a um, I'm going to build myself a spreadsheet and I'm going to figure this out because <laughs> I've gone through a number of spreadsheets that are actually very helpful. We have some great clients who are very bright and have done some very good things. But mm-hmm. even that, there's things they, they don't know about, you know, right. um, donating appreciated assets or updated
2: laws requirement yeah, right. yeah. and requirements. And
1: so really the, the part of this is, it starts with vision. And we, We're, we're going to, in the next number of weeks, we'll go through the whole planning process of what we do. But but today we're just talking about the vision. And I think the first step in all this, as you you know, think about building a plan, is to really dream of it, dream about your future of some people like working and they never see themselves yeah. stopping. Others say, I would love to stop and never work again. I have mm-hmm. so many hobbies. I'm just waiting to get to, mm-hmm. you know, um, some people want to travel. And it's really interesting, you know, husband and wife um, in these meetings that one wants to have one thing, one wants another. And where's that happy medium that they're both excited about? Mm-hmm. Um, so, that, we, so we take those people through a series of questions
0: <laughs> we try to come up with. We don't wanna divide husband and wife. We don't want them to take different paths at retirement. But at the same point in time, they will have different uh, views of what that vision is for yeah. each other mm-hmm. or for themselves. But then it's one of our one of our tasks, one of the things that I really enjoy is to be able to bring those things together and have commonality mm-hmm. as to what you see your retirement together, mm-hmm. right? That's right.
2: Yeah, it's probably going to change. So if we have oh, a sure. client that maybe we first meet in their 40s, what we may think or envision for our retirement may look very different when we actually get right. to the time of retirement. So hence the reason why we try to meet pretty regularly, because things change.
1: Well, yeah. <clears throat> some of it changes in a good way. We had a client who's set on moving. That's what they wanted to do, leave California as soon as they retired. And then they realized they had some grandkids. Mm-hmm. And their priorities, in a really good sense, shifting. Mm-hmm. They wanted to stay close to family, right? And so, they, because they had done the planning early, they had the freedom to do whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. And that's a part of this too. Even though your plan is going to change, it doesn't mean, well, don't plan because I don't know where I'm going to go. Yeah. It's you plan aggressively, knowing that the steps you take over the next, you know, five, ten years from now, are really going to set you up for a moment where you have not just that plan available to you, but a number of iterations of that plan. It gives you the mm-hmm. freedom to make really good choices in your retirement, mm-hmm. um, to do whatever you'd like. And COVID changed a lot of people's plans. What mm-hmm. was set, where they
0: thought they were going, and then all of a sudden we had two years of this COVID. It changed, you know, where families went. And, mm-hmm. and we've got, of course, we can, I don't want to get into the political aspects of the issues here in California, but COVID changed everything.
2: The transition
0: became different for so many people and companies that I think it'll take us the next generation to kind of even out, so to speak, Mm
2: -hmm. uh,
0: after COVID. It's had a dramatic impact. Yeah,
2: Without a doubt, employers have more often recently wanted to shift the liability of retirement funding to the employee. So there's been generally a shift away from something like a pension. Uh, or a defined benefits plan where the employer carries the liability for funding the plan and shifting it more to the employee, which tees them up to have a choice. You know, do I hire someone to oversee the investments here, or do I stick with some of these prescribed categories that are maybe being offered to me? A lot of options.
0: Yeah, again, I think that one of the, the key complaints I've had about 401ks is that Nobody could give that person individual advice. They had to do it on their own. And even us as professionals, as advisors, we could not go in and actually make changes. Up until recently, this is a a recent change. We now have the ability for people that have 401ks that want to hire a professional manager to help them with their 401ks before they retire. We now can do that for them. Mm
2: -hmm. We did
0: not have that option not too long ago. That was just not available. Mm -hmm. We could talk to them about it but actually going in and rebalancing portfolios and making changes. We did not have that ability directly. We now have
1: that ability directly. We'll talk more about that. In yeah, that's, that's been a pain point for a number of clients who we've been working with, they've done a plan, but they were limited to the, the selections in their 401k. You know, Good or bad, expensive or inexpensive, that's what they're limited by. And with this you know, new system, you know, we're able to basically go in and manage it for them. And for right. a number of our clients, it's been um, a great relief. They right. jumped at it to say, we'd love for you to do that.
2: So if we had to repeat the plan, it would be set the vision, make sure you've got all the data, all the information. So that's something that we do here is build a plan where we've got all the information in front of you and look after that investment. Set a plan for what return at what risk level you feel is appropriate. Um, according to the time horizon that you're looking for.
0: The biggest vision is that will you have enough? What will your life look like? And you don't know that until you have enough time with us as planners to help you really lay out what that vision is gonna look like for you. Economics is building the house. Nobody just goes in and kicks the dirt and says, okay, you know, puts their toe in the ground and says, I'm going to build a house here. Mm-hmm. You're going to plan it. You're going to hire an architect. You're going to buy it. You have to do the planning. Mm-hmm. That way, you're going to build a house that you're going to be able to live in mm-hmm. and enjoy for the rest of your life. And that's what we do as planners mm-hmm. is help you design and build the architecture around your life. And
2: you get excited about the future. But in the meantime, when you have a plan, you get to enjoy a level of of confidence. Yeah of security mm-hmm. um of
1: anticipation for the anticipation. future you're building yeah it's great so this has been uh building wealthy habits uh, many of you knew us as retirement limited we're branding now to being building wealthy habits uh, you can find us each week we have new content new discussions it might be all three of us it might be two of us but we talk about financial topics that add value to your life Mm -hmm. so you can find us on podcast platforms you can find us on youtube Um, primarily though you can find us on our website tricordadvisors.com
2: and if you have any questions that you'd like us to cover during this time together you can send those questions to contact at tricordadv.com we would be more than happy to to address specific questions from our
0: listeners Mm -hmm. so until next week folks may you grow in wisdom and knowledge thank you for listening